I got a call from my sister and she said she's keeping the baby. The most important factor to a healthy well-being is feeling connected. Welcome to From There to Here, a safe place where we will explore some of life's adventures so that you do not feel alone. Hi everyone, we're here to get your week started off right on a positive note, an uplifting tone. So we start with talking about what is in our heart lens. Shannon, what is in your heart lens this week? Well, hello. I am going to say the heart lens this week was being able to wake up uh, with my girls and give each one of them a hug and wish them a really good day. And nobody was fighting at that moment. I'm calling it a win. Such precious moments. (laughs) Few and far between sometimes. Yes. And other Shannon over here that I'm sandwiched between. What is in your heart lens? Um, I'm going to say just my overall support system that's surrounding me. Um, My daughter was not feeling well this week and last minute had to call my mom and dad to see if they could watch her so that I could go to work. And my mom just always is like, yep, no problem. And I just drop my kids off at the drop of a hat when like That's daycare, so nice. right? That like is. when daycare is closed or her kids mm-hmm. are sick or whatever might be going on. Like I have a really good support system around me. A lot of my aunts will do that too. Like oh, that's so just nice. drop of a hat, I can yeah. say. Yeah. So lucky. I do have a big support system and I yeah. am. I'm very thankful and lucky that I have that because I know there are people out there that don't yeah. or that are single parents yeah. and it, that can I, huge to have I imagine <laughs> it would be very tricky to not have the village. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Jess, what's in your heart lens? In my heart lens is our guest here today, mm. Shannon EC, hey, hey. Um, because she keeps <laughs> reminding us that it will get easier. And she's kind of talking about this podcast. <laughs> every time Shannon and I sit down to record something, we're like hooking up microphones, trying to figure out audacity. Why is the microphone not working? And I'm like, we don't know the answer. Google knows the answer. We always, and anyway, it is getting easier every time, but I'm just, it, so it's in my heart lens that Shannon is rooting for us uh-huh. and reminding me it's totally. getting easier. And it actually is getting easier. Yay. But anyway, <laughs> keeping it real over keeping here. Keeping it real. <laughs> Uh, Stephanie commented on Facebook sharing her heart lens with us this week. Uh, Stephanie is thankful for the gorgeous weather and being able to get out for a walk on her lunch hour. Leslie is also very grateful for the sunshine, and it sounds like she had great parent-teacher conferences. So thank you, Stephanie and Leslie, for sharing your heart lens with us this week. If you have a heart lens to share with us, we welcome you to leave a comment on our Facebook page or to email us at podcast from there to here at Gmail. We will read those joys during upcoming episodes. We welcome our good friend Shannon back this week for part two of her interview. We ended last week's episode with Shannon telling us that her and her husband had just gotten a call from her sister informing them that the birth mother was going to keep her baby. I got a call from my sister and she said she's keeping the baby. Uh, and I, uh, that actually, I think, was one of the only times I've ever seen Eric cry. Yeah. Wow. I feel like it I was, could cry right now yeah, just he was, hearing that. He was but, so crushed. Yeah. And then I think that's when we said we're done. 
we're, yeah. we're completely done. Just like the emotional turmoil that you had gone through with miscarriages yeah. and doing all of the IVF stuff and doing yeah. all the research. Oh, and yeah. then you have this uplifting news. Yeah. And then for somebody who, right? Like right. that happens. Yeah. Like, and it was her baby and she wanted yeah, to right. keep it. And, yeah. right? right? Like we're not judging that. No. But then I'm living on the no. other side of it. Yeah. What yeah. a heart-wrenching news yeah. to have to... Yeah. Now, what do you do with that? Yeah. yeah. Did you have anything set up at your house yet? Oh yeah. So when we lived when we lived in Minnesota right after we were married, I started accumulating things. Somebody oh. somebody gave me a stroller and a carrier. Mm-hmm. I think I had a pack and play. We had So how all long stuff. did you have all that stuff? Oh, probably 10 years. Yeah. And I finally got really pissed and got rid of it all. And <laughs> and then what happened, Shannon? <laughs> And then I got pregnant and thought, oh, this won't last. Because you had how many miscarriages prior? Oh, so we know of two for sure. And we think there was a third one the summer we got married, but we weren't looking for that. Sure. But Mm -hmm. we think now with... Knowing knowing, what had happened with the other two. Yeah. So three and then the adoption that didn't work. Is is really a miscarriage. Yeah. 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 It yeah. was it was it was incredibly devastating. I think that was more devastating than, and the the miscarriages were very devastating. Don't sure. get me wrong, but I think because there were so many people involved, and I'm going to yeah. take a little step back too mm-hmm. because when I was doing IUI, I was very open with whoever came around me, mm-hmm. and I even had medications mailed to the place I was working at the time, oh, which yes. was not school. And I had a girl, pretty young, naive, and I'm going to say young and naive because I probably was too, but she saw me with this box of medicine and said, who do you think you are trying to treat, um, cheat God out of this activity or something like that? And I was like, who do you think you are? Wow. So at that point then too, I stopped telling as many people. So when oh, I went to McFarland yeah. and taught, very few people knew at least i think yeah i don't know if people knew or not was she saying like who do you think you are to try to make a baby Mm -hmm. and and, yeah and like trick god sort of or you know that's an interesting thought and act like jess and i are not religious by any means we're definitely spiritual people but that was part of the questioning i had for myself when we were choosing whether or not we were going to do ivf was like, oh, like, am I supposed to be messing with this or is there a different plan for me kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And not judging at all people that do IVF or don't do IVF, just for me, mm-hmm. that was a question I asked myself. And did you kind of know sort of deep down if you would have stopped to listen to yourself? I know we're in such a different place now than we are. I know. Yeah, it's hard. Right. It's then so hard. I don't, I don't know. Right, because we can look back now on Absolutely. the hardships mm-hmm. and we've had the time to process it. Yeah. it. Yeah. I know I always knew I I always always knew I was going to be a mom. I knew that. I always knew it was going to be hard for me. Somehow I just like I don't it was an inner knowing that mm, I knew it, yeah. it was going to be hard for me and it was, but mm-hmm. it made it the best ever now. <laughs> right, right. So right. Shannon after they this mom said she was going to keep her baby mm-hmm. and you and Eric decided like not okay, we're going to be happy being a family of just husband and wife and pets. Um, <laughs> what happened? Um, I th- you got pregnant naturally I and did. then How felt. Long? How long after that did you get pregnant? 
I think I found out on his due date, which was my sister's oh, birthday. Whoa. So yeah, Do you think that you think it was that. that like it was that spirit baby or no? Maybe. Yeah. Well, we had talked about that book, Spirit Baby, right? Yeah. 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 So yes. I, I think all three of us have read yes. it. Right? It is a really good book. Yeah. I would recommend yeah. anybody yeah. struggling out there. It is a good book. It's called Spirit Babies. Um, Do you remember the author? He's passed now, but I yes, yeah. he has passed. Um, but it was. A, we can link that in our yeah. in our. I um, really, I really loved that because I think I, we are not religious either. We are, mm-hmm. well. I'm going to speak for myself, not my husband, but um, I am not a religious person. I think I'm more spiritual, and I always knew there was some connection. And so I think I started meditating because of that mm-hmm. book. So I started meditating on the manifesting of that what is I when you started manifesting or when you started meditating. I think so. Isn't that then like just it's interesting because that was your heart lens. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that you led a meditation, not that just you were <laughs> meditating, did. but I did. It's quite a path, ama- isn't it? Right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I was just kind of thinking. Yeah. So then, um, Luella, my oldest, came. I think she was due the first day of summer that following year, and she came two or three days later, or something like that. Yeah. And then two years later, I found out the first day of school that Harriet was coming. And I thought, well, this is really bizarre and weird because I that, at that point, I thought <laughs> we're only going to have one. Because yeah. even yeah. getting pregnant with that one, you thought... That was a you miracle. Thought, well, and you yeah. thought, like, yeah. did you get... Ex- like, how long did it take before you got excited, before you stopped worrying about the miscarriage? Mm, I think once I saw a viable pregnancy on the ultrasound... Okay. I was really excited. And at that point, I was 37. And so I was considered high Geriatric. risk. Geriatric. Geriatric. Ugh. Yeah. The last doctor that, that said that to me, I said, I think. I just want to slap him. I wanted to throw punch him. And I told him that. <laughs> I said, you should stop using that word right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the nurse kind of backed away. But that's not a good word. It's not okay. No. no not okay. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. So Luella, then Harriet, then and Harriet. then... Yep, and her. I found out the first day of school for her, and then um, my sister and her husband were flying in two years later for Christmas, and I found out on my birthday that Freya was coming, and nobody <laughs> thought that was going to be a viable pregnancy. And Because of your age? I think or, so, because yeah, okay. I would have been... I think I just turned 41. Did people tell you, like, did your doctor tell you that? That's the geriatric guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, they were. he was really worried about how my aging uterus would handle, and I sure. kept telling him my body knows what it's doing. Yeah. And so they also controlled my due date a little bit, and that was, mm-hmm. I was okay with that. I just wanted yeah. a healthy kid. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, like, you circled back to, my body knows what it is doing. Yeah. I wish I would have oh, known that. right? Like, 10 years before. Right. Yeah. yeah. And just given it that time trusted it yeah but i guess hindsight is beautiful right right Right. yeah Yeah. so if you were able to go back what Mm -hmm. advice would you give your past self your your 20 something self that was struggling well i think i probably needed to struggle for a reason so i don't know that i want to take all of that back Mm -hmm. i don't i wish i wouldn't have let it affect my life outside of Eric and I as much as it had. Sure. But I also think that was part of what I was supposed to experience and learn Mm -hmm. from. I think I would have maybe not been as open with everyone about it, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if I really 
if I really would do that because I, I tend to be more of an open book anyway. Yeah. So but you got hurt in that process. I so I can see where that yeah. and that was a pretty that big thought comes hurt from for yeah. her to <clears throat> oh accuse it's really me of, intrusive. Yeah. So for all the region, <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> yeah, for listeners, family members, and friends that might know somebody struggling with fertility. What is your advice for the family and friends? Oh, I love this one. I used to get so mad at my mom because she would not react in the way that I thought she should. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I mean, just across the board. Well, yeah. thought she should or thought you, or that you needed. Maybe that I thought I needed. Yeah. And my mom has always been very clinical and I, I know that. And it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I just think I thought I needed something else. Mm-hmm. But there. Folks outside of your immediate circle or that, like you, don't always respond the way that you think they should or the way you think they you mm-hmm. want them to. And that was really hard for me. Because some people, especially when I said I had a miscarriage, they'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, well, I need you to go over here and do this now because that's what time yeah. of the day it is. Right. And I'd be like, what do you mean? I'm devastated over here. Right. right. So, so do you think it's better for people to ask like, what do you need or yeah, how uh-huh. can I support you in yeah. this? Yeah, I do. And I think, too, as an older as an older person, not even a parent, but as an older person, I think it's always more helpful if your garbage is full and it needs to be taken out. Just mm-hmm. do that. Because that's one thing my, my mother-in-law would... Like give some people some grace. Yeah. Just, just be come kind. Up, be kind. <laughs> and... It, yeah, ask, is there anything I can do? And if the answer is no, maybe just sit by me, but don't give me advice about something you don't know anything about either. Oh, that was also right. really yeah. hard. Absolutely. There were quite a few times when people would try and give me advice that, oh, I know someone that went and did this. And yeah. <laughs> Unsolicited. I mean, Unso- yeah. yeah, and that people happened a lot. People are trying to be helpful. They are trying to be helpful and kind. And yeah, that's across the board because I've had other situations right. where parents or people have given me unsolicited advice and I just been like oh great bye <laughs> <laughs> you should write that down <laughs> and then burn it start your own podcast or something <laughs> yeah. so for listeners that are struggling mm-hmm. what advice would you give the actual the actual human listeners the humans find people your community find mm. c- just Community, someone you can speak to. If you are in a place where you're getting treatment or you're wondering, ask around. And you can even ask around, well, maybe not, asking around with some, is autonomy the right word, where you're not really giving too much of your information, but maybe that's not right either. But your best friends, Mm -hmm. somebody you can trust who's not going to say something flippant and mean. Yeah. And Without I, meaning to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why Jess and I started this podcast in the first place, right? For yeah. that con- connection. Yeah. Um, and that is so huge. Right. That is to, so huge to, to feel like you're not alone in any of this because so many people have done it already. And it's pretty common, I think, sadly. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think it is. It's sadly. Like, I'm pretty sure the statistic is one in eight couples struggle with... Wow. Dun dun dun! Infertility. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. So, um. Yeah. Finding finding your people, journaling was really helpful for me. Meditating on the positive really helped 
me as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are tons of books, but I would caution some of those. And only, and I know it, it might be hard to kind of weed through what feels great and what is just something someone told you to do, but try and follow your heart and do really what feels like it's for you. Yeah. yeah. So in there a, are so many things. Somebody's right. going to come at you with so many things, mm-hmm. right? Oils or diet yeah. or... Don yeah. that, don that, keep going. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And, well, in, an, in a past episode, we talked a lot about like trying to calm the need to be in control. Yes. Um, were there things that you did in your journey that you felt like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to control this, and it's going to equal pregnancy oh of course I I did that with my diet I did that with my husband's diet I did that with the diet of people we were having dinner with yeah because we cannot have gluten at the table no or whatever yeah and I I wish I would not have done those things Mm -hmm. it made things so stressful yeah yeah because you're just trying to control something that is you can't control. controllable. Yeah. Right. Or you said yeah. peeing on the sticks all the time. Oh, I yeah. could never even understand what those meant. I never <laughs> had very good luck with them. I mean, obviously. Like, do I need one line or two or yeah. none? Am I peeing today or tomorrow? Right. Is it this morning? How much water uh, do I have to drink? Yeah. What is if this? I peed a little bit already this morning? <laughs> no. Can it, will it still pick it up? <laughs> is that really pink? I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't. Oh my gosh. Yeah, some of that stuff. And I feel like. Babies and weddings, you can spend a bazillion dollars just on stuff. And I kind mm-hmm. of feel like fertility is that way, too. Oh, my gosh. You spend way more. Yeah. 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 And then you get this baby and you have no money left. Right. Because you spent it all right. on fertility. Right. Like I said, I am not retiring at 45 <laughs> yeah. yet. But <laughs> that's okay. Three beautiful. Yeah. Three very beautiful later, girls. Later. Yeah. So what strategies have you found or did you find along your way? Um, that have kind of helped you to calm your need to be in control? This is just recently, but I wish I would have known this years ago, is setting some really good, clear, and kind boundaries. For yourself. For myself Mm -hmm. and for what I am willing to put myself, the situations or the conversations that I'm willing to put myself into. Sure. Um, That just really has been great for my whole life. But parenting, setting boundaries, setting, and being clear and kind about boundaries, and, and meditation, and meditation, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's been pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other strategies that you use to kind of keep yourself positive? Keeping my community close and making sure that I have connections to people often. So making sure that. I'm reaching out to people and that I'm being reached out to as well. Mm-hmm. That I mutual. Yeah. There's a mutual friendship or kinship or whatever you want to call it there. And just really remembering that we're all doing the best that we can with what we have. And yes. that's really hard sometimes, but it's also really the best we all have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that- it's hard, but yes. I think we can leave it at that today. Like that was a really (laughs) good quote. We're all just doing the best that we can with what we have. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on today. We appreciate you and love you. (laughs) Thank you for listening and being a part of our community. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to connect, we can be reached at podcast from there to here at Gmail. We We hope hope you continue continue on this journey with us. us.